there, Ma. Huh? I kind of think this will be a mite tasty. All I can say is that little fella must be sure taking some catching. Do you mind? As I was trying to explain before I was knocked out and tied up in this sack, I'm not for eating. And I'm certainly not little. Uh, no, the reason that I came all the way out here to apologise to you, Jeremiah, aka Agent 47 of International Rescue, was because we didn't find some way to mention you in last week's Pod 47. So I was hoping to make that up to you by letting you press the button on the randomizer this week. Now that's right, doggone decent of you. Don't have many visitors around these parts. You don't say. Ah, uh, right. Button there. Finger there. That's it. Oh, I tell you, I'm... Absolutely beat. I've trudged miles to get here. My feet are killing me. And I'm really hungry. Pass me those cans of beans, will you, Ma? On second thoughts, I'll do without. Right, you've got the print out there, Jeremiah. Please don't tell me it's something we've been seeing a lot of lately. Yep, reckon it might be just that. Oh, you... you hillbilly. Right, let me see... Yeah, okay, why not? Well, I hope everybody's ready for some more black and white supermarionation today. We're off to the planet Triad with the crew of Fireball XL5. I don't rightly reckon they'll get very far in that there fancy buggy. Nope, they sure won't. Well, let's watch and find out, shall we? Well, it's another episode of Fireball XL5. I bet some of you are missing Joe 90 now. I certainly am. Uh, yeah, this is The Triads. Uh, not an episode I'm especially familiar with, I would admit up front, so uh, not sure how much I'm going to get out of this, but we will see. I do remember a little bit about it. Uh, one small point that's uh, perhaps relevant to talk about. Oh, we're starting off with a rocket launch. And as always in Fireball XL5, the rockets are smoking, but from, like, the hull. You would expect there to be a little bit of smoke at the bottom, as indeed there is here now while it's launching, but the, the rocket itself is actually smouldering. Uh, I guess that's a defect with the actual launch mechanism of the model, rather than any sort of intent. Uh, I doubt they would have planned for that to happen. Because I doubt they would have expected anybody to be looking at this. More than 50 years later. Nearly 60 years, in fact. Wow. Oh! And a huge explosion somewhere. Commander Zero, sir. There's been another planetary explosion in deep space. Yeah, yeah, Lieutenant, I know. The computers are <laughs> yeah, exploding planets. I'm, I'm bored now. You got anything else? Exactly the same place as the last explosion. Ah, this could be serious. The radiation must be colossal. We've raised uh, exploding planets. Yeah, I would, I would venture to suggest that uh, exploding planets are maybe a, a, a cause for concern. After all, you, you yourself do live on a planet. Could explode. Might be inconvenient. Just saying. XL5 here. What can we do for you? You reckon Space City is? Steve's very jolly today. It's hardly ho, Commander Zero. More information. That's exactly it, Professor Maddock. How do you read blastings? Yeah, can you pinpoint the location? We're getting interference. Oh, zero and Professor ninety are sharing a desk. That's kind of sweet. On a triad, Commander. Triad? Isn't that the planet we named some months back? You ready to cross the space frontier? I sure am, Steve. Oh, they're gonna boldly go where no one has gone before. Before that other guy did it. Oh, on the other hand, they have Zuni with them, so it's uh, it's not as historic as it could be. Three weeks. You can see us in Triad's region. 
Okay, Robert, a new course. Ultra 2190 Red. Well, that's, that's odd. Um, I don't remember too much in Fireball XL5 them saying that they're going to take journeys through space of, of weeks. I remember it was a common thing with Space Patrol where they would lock themselves in a freezer for weeks or even months on end. But in XL5, everything seems to be sort of, you know, you can get to the other side of the galaxy fairly quickly. Try to keep them in neutroni frequency, Lieutenant. It'll be difficult. They may get out of range. Well, do you have scanners that um, reach beyond the edge of the galaxy or not? Because if you don't have those, you're, you are going to lose contact. It's a strange feeling, isn't it, Steve? Crossing the frontiers of space, going further than any Earth people have ever been. Yeah, it sure is, Venus. Well, you, tried for a, you tried for your space fine frontier moment there, Venus, but uh, you're struggling even to hold a coffee cup. But actually, Steve and Venus are both struggling to hold coffee cups. They look like they've spilt it all over themselves. Another explosion! This is interesting. That's the seventh explosion, Commander Zero. Mm, I don't care about explosions, Lieutenant. XL5 away from Planet Triad now. She'll be in the area in approximately six days, Commander. Oh, 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 that's interesting. Um, that was just a generic shot of XL5 flying through space, used in a dozen episodes. In the very bottom left of the screen, there was something wobbling around. And I honestly don't know what it was, but I'm going to I'm going to rewind that um, later on and, and have a look at what that was. That might have been some effects personage or something. If it was anything identifiable, I'll, I'll maybe let you know. Stop the podcast. Oh, I've always wanted to say that. Uh, anyway, yes, I did go back and check what this odd little thing in the corner might be. And it looks to me like it is probably part of the clapperboard that they would have put down at the the front of the scene. It's at uh, 6 minutes and 19 seconds, if you want to have a look for yourself. It starts the shot, it's it's just poking into frame, then it dips down again, and then it just sort of creeps back into frame. I can't see that it's anything other than the clapperboard, I could be wrong, but if anybody else has any ideas on what the mystery item might be lurking in the triads, please write in and let us know. And now we rejoin the crew of Fireball XL5, as they make their way safely down to the planet Triad. We're increasing speed too fast. The gravity speed. It's three times as great as Earth's. Oh, you should have known that. You knew it was, the planet was three times the size. You had, uh, what was it, six weeks to work that out on the way here? You're a tooty, Professor. Hold tight. We've got a crash land. Venus, maybe you uh, might not want to stand there. Venus, yeah, you're, you're on Steve's lap. Venus, move! Oh no. Yeah, they've crashed. They've crashed. I want to see where Venus ended up. What the? I want to check to see what shape Junior's in. Okay. Um, just cut back to a shot of the cockpit where Venus is standing there like nothing has happened. Well, we're out of fuel, but the ship's in one piece. We sure were lucky. Yeah, except the windows are all missing. Let's take a look around on our jetmobile. That's very odd. I, I suppose it must be to to help the puppeteers to, to not have to worry about the wires. Or, actually, more likely there never were any windows there to start with, precisely because of that reason. But it does seem very odd when there's, there's grass and foliage right by where the window would be and it's just poking in over the framework. Come on, Matt. Get the lead out of your space boots. You just gotta see this. What? More of the same? 
Yeah. Uh, what are we looking at? Oh, he's not going to tell us. Butterflies! Puppet butterflies! Oh, I thought that was a... Uh, that was a Thunderbirds thing. I didn't remember puppet butterflies in earlier episodes. It's beginning to be a habit. lovely leftover supercar music here as well. Okay, you've abandoned your jetmobiles. Oh, those puppet butterflies. They're so sweet. They, they look almost like they've been made of wool, actually. They, they look very... They've got a very soft texture to them. Oh, Venus is admiring them. Hey, Matt. Don't get lost in this overgrown wilderness. Okay, Steve. I'll just follow this path for a short way. It might be a way out of the jungle. Or it could lead to some stock footage. The animals are three times the size, too. <laughs> this is actually some rather effective uh, running from Professor Matic here, even though I think it's the same shot repeated over and over. Oh. That shot of the puppet in front of the back projection shot of the, uh, the lion footage does not work at all. But Matt's managed to escape. Into a tree, thanks to his uh, jetpack thingy. Where are you? I'm over here, in the tree opposite yours. How about Venus you? has been eaten by the lion, but you know. Oh, oh, Venus is in in trouble actually. She's uh. Yep, she picked the wrong branch to. Matt, I can't hold on much longer. To hide on. The lion is gonna get her. Oh no! How will we cope without Venus? Well. We might be about to find out. You'd think Steve would have actually helped Venus get into a, a safe place before he did himself, but uh, apparently he's just abandoned her. Oh! That's it, she's been plucked out of the tree by a human hand, and now the rest of the XL5 crew are as well. What goes on around here? <laughs> okay, that's not a very, uh, very effective ad break cliffhanger it's just oh say a giant person what goes on so this is uh in case you haven't figured it out already this is another not a shrinking episode but an episode where we have puppets interacting with um full-size human beings hey matt everything on this planet it's three times as large as earth right right steve I guess that goes for the people as well, by Jupiter. I feel kind of scared, Steve. Everything. Kind so of scared? You were just nearly eaten by a lion. Has <laughs> it taken that long for that information to reach your brain? I am Snap. Glad to meet you. I'm Steve Zodiac, and my partners are. It must have been quite fun to. Uh, uh, there's a real human hand shaking Steve's hand there. That must be quite fun to actually interact with the puppets. Unfortunately, we now have the XL5 crew talking to a, a projection of the alien puppets. Yes, tell us, and please help us. Many more failures in our government will... And sometimes the aliens in Fireball XL5 look really inventive and creative, and other times they just like... They, they just look like ordinary people who you would kind of be told by your parents to stay away from if they came up to you in the street. And that's definitely what these aliens look like. I do like the... The voice of the John Bluther one is a sort of stuttering, uh, repetitive. You all do it. Do it. It's a slightly dimmer one, I think. Each other a sight more than we do. Come, Snuff. Let us get a sample of the. What's his name? Fluff. 
Okay, I didn't catch his name. Planet Triad must be over a hundred years behind Earth in development. If they're still trying to get their first rocket into space. I'm glad you They seem like just the fellows to help us get our rocket back in orbit, Steve. Oh, I've just thought, Steve. We must get back <gasps> That's that must be a, a unique experience for you. I'm sorry, Venus. I am sorry, but um What worries me is how he's getting You are a very easy target. Zuni will say Welcome home. Yeah, yeah, and Robert will answer on our way home. And Zuni will reply Welcome home. And so it will go on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why are you explaining to us what we already know is happening with the comic relief characters? I, I don't remember ever seeing characters in a, an Anderson show do impressions of each other before. Yeah, maybe this wasn't a very good idea, bringing the, uh, the monkey along with the, the highly strung robot who's prone to blowing his top. I mean, considering that if you get into trouble, which the XR5 crew have got into trouble, this is, uh, this is their first line of uh, rescue, is Zuni and Robert. Not looking good for them. Come on, Matt. Let's get to work on that fuel. Yes, Professor. Remember Zuni. Um, yeah. That's the overriding concern here, is uh, getting back to Zuni. You know, nuclear explosions are a minor issue. Zuni is the is the is what we have to be worried about here. Well, I sure, I'm glad you two big fellas fixed up this wheelbarrow for us. Yeah, isn't it a bit risky for you guys to be handling this stuff via wheelbarrow and? Uh, and when I've got the cap off the bottle. Oh God, what is she doing? She's got a knife. Venus is using a knife to work the cap off the bottle. Couldn't the um the giant people, the triads? Couldn't they uh, do these kind of things for them? I mean, this is dangerous rocket fuel they're playing with here. And it's being treated like uh, like a bottle of Capri Sun. And another rocket that look, looks ready to explode on the launch pad. I know that's the the what's been happening so far, but... All rocket launches in Fireball XL5 look like this. They all look like the model's about to burst into flames. did a wonderful job. Now let's keep our fingers crossed and hope it works. <laughs> oh, the triads have rotary telephones. It's just got to work. Oh, we'll never Although they did say they're a hundred years behind us in development, but... Uh, Ten seconds to go. Yes. Nine. Yes. Eight. Correct. Seven. What is, what is six, Plum or the other guy, the John Blueville five, character, doing here? Four. Oh, we stopped it now. It was quite sweet. The little repetitions. Zero. Fire. Fire, he said. <laughs> I like you. I really like you. Um, what, whatever your name is. So, the Triad's rocket. She's broken for your atmosphere. Hooray, they've made it. Space. Is it going to explode? You did it, Matt. No. Success. The triads have taken their first steps to conquer space. Mm. It's been a pleasure to help two nice guys like you. Yeah, sure have. But there is one thing you can do. Matt sounded a bit Homer Simpson there. I'm not sure what that was about. I'm sure our government would like to honor you all for your invaluable service to our planet. But unfortunately, there's only two of us on this planet, as is the case with all planets in Fireball XL5. Um, so we are also the government, and we insist you stay. Please return to Triad soon. There will always be a warm welcome awaiting you. Aww. 
I mean, after you've crashed and we've set a lion on you. Okay, Matt. Speaking of, hang on, the Triads have just come to see the XO5 crew off the same place they landed. Do they not know that there's a lion on the loose around there? The XO5 crew didn't bother to tell them? Oh well. Maybe, maybe that's the reason the XO5 crew never came back to the planet Triad, is the guys got eaten. Goodbye, Earth people! Bye-bye. And thank you! Yeah, yes, and come again soon. So long! So long! Au revoir! Look out for the lion! Someday we will be flying to other worlds now. Yes, Graf, yes, yes. I hope they are all as friendly as our Earthlings. Hmm. Well, that was uh, a pleasant excursion to a, an alien planet, I guess. It's kind of a nice break that uh, triads weren't uh, baddies as such. Okay, I'll get XL5 underway. You check out those two pets of ours. Unless uh, their rocket launch was the first step in a grand campaign to conquer the universe. Oh, Robert's all, all but yes, look at them. fallen yes, apart. They both worn themselves out arguing. Sure is a relief. I was kind of worried about them. There's no room for sentiment in the service, Lieutenant. <laughs> then why are you two sitting on chairs having a nice cozy cup of coffee together? You've even got out the good china. Steve, it's good to hear you, boy. Keep on course, Robert. Keep on the course. Keep on the course. <laughs> Wait, that's the ending? Oh, okay. That's a very strange ending. Um, well, that was the triads. Um, it's okay, I guess. Uh, again, it must always have been a, a great temptation to do either shrinking episodes or real humans interacting with with puppet episodes. Um, I don't know if they made the greatest use of it here. I mean, it's a nice idea, and I think an exception to this kind of episode that they weren't—they didn't shrink. These were people who were already bigger than them anyway, and that they weren't hostile. But without any kind of central conflict, we don't really have much of a story here, and a couple of rather odd moments where, as as with that ending, it was just a sort of non-ending, and the XL5 crew doing impressions of. Of Robert and, and Zuni. Um, it was a fun 25 minutes, but uh, not one I'm eager to get back to anytime soon.